a lot of people will tell you out there that there's way too much of an emphasis on graphics, um, specifically um, towards development time and stuff, and, and what kind of domino effect uh, will it cause on that sort of situation. So, um, Spoons, I'm interested to hear what you have to say on this specifically, because I know that you're a gigantic fan of uh, games that have sort of a retro-style graphics or have more of an um, artistic style of graphics. You know, I mean, it's it's an interesting subject to take a look at because I, I do feel like so many companies are putting an emphasis on graphics and we're seeing so many open world games that have these huge expansive lust worlds to go in and explore hours upon hours of gameplay you know the little blades of grass each each having their own detail and the the, the budget of those games going into it and I, I i take a look at you know take take a look at a game like maybe cuphead that doesn't have a more traditional style video games do have that ability to be more of an art form and you know, on this topic it's kind of interesting to have seen octopath traveler blow up the way that it has because it is a very retro inspired video game with its graphics but yet it's still being able to sell impressive numbers in 2018 yeah i think um I tend to focus more... First of all, what are we talking about with um, emphasis on graphics? Are we talking about an emphasis on realism? Are we talking about emphasis on an art style? Because I think Persona 5 is a great example because Persona 5 had... had I would I would call it an emphasis on graphics. I would say that the emphasis was more on an art style than it was on focusing realism, um, obviously. Um, so I think games can focus on graphics, um, it just depends on what you're doing with them. Um, obviously, when you're going for realism, the rendering, the budget, and everything that goes along with that's going to slow things down. It's going to drive costs up. Um, so companies are going to struggle to kind of make their margins there with that sort of thing. Um, Scruncho, do you have an uh, opinion on this? Do you do you do you think that um, games are are more of the I guess the AAA titles anyway are are focusing too heavily on making their gra their games look pretty? Or, or do they need to focus more on gameplay and stuff like that? Um, uh, yeah, for sure. I think I think at the end of the day, you need to sit down and look at what you're making and ask yourself, is this something that just looks good? Or is it something that plays good too? And it actually leaves an impression on the person who's playing it. I mean, graphics, I think, should come second. I've played... A ton of games that have been good that didn't really have the best graphics but they were fun and they were different and they were unique i mean don't get me wrong i love sitting down and playing witcher 3 and having those graphics to the max and just walking around and and it's cool you're like wow but witcher 3 is a good game even if you have to play on potato graphics it's a good game, you know? It's still, it's still, you know, everything that everyone wanted it to be. And I, th I think that if you're going to hype up only your graphics of a game, I, I think that it's, I, th I don't think that, I just don't think that it's all about that. And I think, I think, it's a matter of opinion as well at the end of the day you know what is what is it that you're into some people can totally 
hate the graphics of a game, but other other people can love it, you know? So it comes down to personal opinion, and it also comes down to the actual um, gameplay of the game. And uh, I'm, I don't know. What do you think, Joe? That, like, that kind of lines up exactly um, what I'm thinking of. Uh, I was thinking of... Uh, there's, there's a game, well, most people know it, uh, Fallout New Vegas, did not have the best graphics at all. And as a matter of fact, I'd say the graphics at the time, uh, I think Modern Warfare 2 came out, so everyone was like kind of blown away with like, oh my god, we got these graphics. <laughs> and I'll never forget, my friend let me borrow Fallout New Vegas, and my thoughts were immediately were just like, what is this? Like, this game comes out now when you have this big budget title that looks like this, and this game looks like this. What is so great about the game? And sure enough, yeah, I played the game, and no, the more I played, like I just got lost in the world. The art style ended up popping out to me, and then just the characters, the gameplay, the story, um, everything that that would make a good game a great game, it was just all there, but it didn't need the graphics at all. It, it did just enough to where it was just kind of like they knew what the player was going and looking for, and they gave the players an experience. And I think at the end of the day, the experience is kind of what matters. And graphics can play a part in it, but mm-hmm. overall, like it's what Abby was saying, that for me, graphics do kind of come second. Yeah, for sure. You know, I, I, I kind of actually want to go in now and kind of explore this as a bit as a business in, in a business perspective, because I feel like the uh, you hear developers like EA and Activision and Ubisoft talking about the rising cost of video games becoming more and more expensive to go in and get. And the reason I thought this would be kind of an interesting topic to talk about is because we're seeing so many monetization coming through because developers are saying, oh, well, these games are cost too much to make. And if we were to dial down on graphics a little bit, not every single game that came out needed to be, you know, some huge, expansive, realistic looking, uh, looking experience, you know, could, could companies kind of find ways to compensate those costs a little bit and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, drop that monetary value? Because let's, let's face it, us as all gamers, I think we do put a lot of pressure on these companies to have really realistic looking games. It's, it's something we all kind of marvel in when we see a game. You know, like just a quick example, God of War, for instance, there's a there's a part in God of War where you go to us where you go to a snow ridden field and you walk around as Kratos and his son and you can start to see their you can start to see them kicking around the snow. And pretty soon you can see their footprints where they walked. And as you're as you walk around, you know, it does look like that animation of kicking up the snow. Sure, it's a really cool thing. I was like, wow, that looks amazing. But would God of War been a would God of War been a, a bad game if they didn't add that graphical detail? tell in there probably not <laughs> yeah i'm on i'm on i'm on that with you as well and there are games out there that um provide you a realistic experience or a very graphic intensive experience like god of war that are that are good games and it doesn't seem like they there was any kind of slack cut um for those graphics horizon zero dawn is another one um but i think to go along with what you said there um not only with monetization, and this kind of goes in hand with monetization, but we're talking about time frames here where we're starting to see games take upwards of four and five years in development time, and they're almost like outlasting a console life cycle. 
And I think we're we're starting to see that right now with Final Fantasy VII. So I have to I have to start to wonder how much of a focus is being put on to uh, the graphics in Final Fantasy VII. And I know this is strictly a remake, um, so kind of part of the excitement behind it is yeah, we're getting to see Final Fantasy VII with modern graphics. Um, that's kind of the whole point. Um, but are we focusing on it so much that now we're going to see Final Fantasy VII pushed back to the PlayStation 5? I think that's reality at this point. I don't even think we're going to get it for the PS4 unless they decide to keep the PS4 around like they did with the PS3. I don't really see that happening. But um, I think I think as far as time frames go and, and us, you know, we're going to be like in our 60s here w- waiting for games to come out 10 years, <laughs> 10 years down the road. So, um well- you know, you, you actually bring up something kind of interesting, Nam, and I, I was watching a video talking about Final Fantasy thirteen and Final Fantasy XV's development, the whole Versus thirteen before that was rebranded into Final Fantasy fifteen. And I think a lot of what's eating up a lot of development time with these games is so many more companies are wanting to expand into creating their own video game engines. You know, it's, it's not just enough now that you just use Unreal Engine and, you know, run with that. I mean, you have Horizon Zero Dawn that used the Decima Engine, um, Square Enix back with Final Fantasy XIII, which is why that game took so long, uh, versus thirteen couldn't handle it. 13 was uh, used more as a uh, as a linear based game. You know, it took Square Enix a lot of time to go in there and develop the Crystal Tools engine. Same things kind of happened with the Luminous engine. That's why Kingdom Hearts has taken so long to get out because the Luminous engine couldn't handle Kingdom Hearts 3. So mid mid development of that game halfway through, they had to switch a lot of the assets over to Unreal Engine 4. So if these I mean, I think Sorry, go ahead. I was say, I think if these companies are going to you know, do that, maybe don't develop your own engine unless you know what you're doing. I mean, I, I think it also comes to, at the end of the day, what what is your story in the game and what are you trying to portray? Um, I This is just a recent one, um, Spoons. You might appreciate this one. But Hellblade Sinewa Sacrifice. I mean... The graphics in that game, to me, are are amazing because they're meant to capture what the story is trying to capture, which is pure human emotion and um, suffering. And I think, I think the graphics that they use for that game portray it so amazing. And I think, again, that's that's another aspect that can maybe go into uh, deciding. Uh, the emphasis on the graphics of games. Yeah. Yeah, and I would say the same thing of Persona 5 with that, too, even though it was done in a more artistic style than a the realistic style. But I would say that the graphics aided that game in what it was trying to do majorly. Exactly, yeah. Has anyone else got any more on that? I mean, just, no. just, real, you know, clo- just real quick closing, I think... <laughs> It's, it's interesting to take a look at video games because you, you you take a look at a lot of the games that back in the day were like, oh my gosh, this looks amazing. We take a look at it now and it's like, wow, this looks like dog shit. But games that had, <laughs> games that had an art style, I mean, I, I, re, I um, haven't uploaded yet, but I recorded a video talking about the Wild Arms series and still to this day, Wild Arms 3 just has a, has a very aesthetic feel to it because it had pencil shaded graphics and i think it still looks really cool today 
you know, whereas a lot of other yeah, a lot of other games that from that era, the PlayStation Two era, you take a look at it's like, damn, how did I play this? It's kind of like a you know a canvas though. You give someone a canvas and they uh, they're all everybody will do something different and sometimes they'll kind of look like other people's stuff and sometimes it it won't you know i think of video games uh for the most part as a form of art and i don't think everybody uh is artistic in the the same way so uh, i i don't personally think that graphics should be just just to what looks the best you know how do you how do you portray your art and how do you portray that art to the story that you're trying to tell just just like uh on canvas you know what what are you trying to portray in the picture that you're painting or you're drawing you know 